0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to LJN Radio. You're listening to Employment Notebook. I'm your host, Tim Muma. In this episode, we're discussing the idea of hiring a new graduate and then being able to quickly turn them into that A-plus employee. To do that, we're speaking with Brad Zomick. He's the co-founder and senior director of content strategy, and he has some nice insight into what you can do to make that a quick turnaround. Brad, thanks a lot for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Tim. It's great to be here.
0: Well, the topic that we're talking about is the idea of hiring a new grad for your company. Not only that, but obviously trying to turn them into that great employee, ideally, as quickly as possible. The first question I had for you, though, is as an organization, what are the benefits to hiring a recent graduate as opposed to looking for a more experienced worker?
1: Sure. So I I think there are a few benefits to hiring a recent grad. I think, number one, there's some cost benefits. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Hiring somebody... Fresh out of school, who has no experience, is it's a lot cheaper uh, than getting somebody who's seasoned. Number two, recent grads are impressionable sure. uh, and you can mold them to fit the profile of, of culture of your company and, and you can train them to do exactly what it is that you do as opposed to somebody who already has experience. They kind of want to do things their way. And I think three, you know, recent hires, they're, they're just kind of really eager and excited. Sure. People who are coming into their first job have this energy that a lot of people who have been around the block a couple of times don't have.
0: You know, going back to the idea of them being impressionable, I think that is something a lot of organizations might overlook. So I'm glad you brought that up because it does seem like a pretty legit argument when you're talking about hiring somebody straight out of college. How about the concerns, though, on the other end of the spectrum? What concerns might an employer have in saying, eh, I don't know if I want to take a chance on this kid who doesn't have any experience?
1: I guess, yeah. I mean, the the flip side of the coin is that, you know, it, it takes time and energy to build out the skills that sure. this person doesn't have. So I, I think you're paying either way, <laughs> either paying in money for somebody with more experience or you're, you're paying in time. And, and I guess there is a certain risk factor, right? You know, you, you can make a mishire, but I, I think that kind of goes into more of your hiring process. If you're running a good process and you're speaking to a lot of candidates, you, you, hopefully you find the right match.
0: Well, let's jump into that idea of you're going to go ahead and hire this new grad. So now it's the idea of molding them into that employee that you'd like them to be. What tips, what strategies would you have for those employers in terms of onboarding and training? What are some specific areas that you think that uh, employers should focus on?
1: Sure. So I think the the most important thing is getting the new hire learning right away, learning about what it is your company does, uh, what their role is. Learning is kind of growing and you kind of think back to, you know, the days when you were in more high school or college and learning is exciting. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of people, no matter like what stage in your career you're at, like Mm. when you stop learning, that's when things start getting boring and stagnant. So the idea is, you know, I would say this for arguably for any stage of, of, uh, you know, employees role in your company to kind of have them learning, but for new people to, to get them indoctrinated right away.
0: So you're talking more of, I guess, the details of the company versus kind of the generic stuff we often hear about that, you know, might be technical side, it might be where the bathrooms are. You'd rather see them jump into some work right away?
1: Yeah, exactly. So getting into like the discrete details of the job and, mm-hmm. and learning learning new skills.
0: Okay. Now, why is it important to also assign them relevant work as opposed to maybe some busy work or some tasks that, yeah, they have to get done, but why do you think it's valuable and important for those new hires to really jump into the work right away?
1: When it comes down to learning, right? Think back to the traditional experience that when you're in college, there's the kind of reading the textbook, there's watching the lecture, but it's very easy for all that material to go in one ear and out the other without actually getting your hands dirty. Right. You really need to apply those newly learned skills right away. For instance, if I'm learning Google Analytics and I don't, you know, sit down and start playing with it right away, it's like it, it, it's very esoteric and and you know it's hard to grasp. It's all about exercising the new knowledge and and repeating those activities over and over again to help you kind of ingrain that skill into, into memory.
0: What would you say to the employers that would be a little worried about handing over actual work to this new grad, this new hire who might not have that experience as we talked about? Is there a legitimate risk in having them do that work or are there ways you can sort of
1: balance that out? I guess it depends, you know, what you're doing. You know, I mean, if you can sandbox what they're doing. Sure. And sandbox what I mean, like, you know, separate it from like some sort of live environment. So, you know, if you have people, for instance, like, you know, coding and they're actually coding in in the the live site that your customers see, you know, that's that's a little dangerous. But I think, you know, in in most cases, there is like a uh, editorial layer that goes into almost everything that's done. At least, you know, in, in my world, online. right? So, yeah, I think there there's certain safeguards that you can put in place to make sure work that they do is not, doesn't put your company at risk.
0: Now, I know many hires will often feel a little bit isolated when they first start a new position. And especially it might be that case if it's a younger individual who you'd assume is going into an office that has, you know, a lot of experienced people working there. What are some ways to help them in that regard, whether it be in the office or outside the office? Just to maybe make them feel a part of something bigger than just the work itself.
1: Yeah, so I think this is kind of ties into creating a culture of uh, kind of community within the office. One thing we do is every week we have team lunch where we all eat together and just hang out. It's not like a a structured work event. There's no topic uh, or or even training. It's just kind of you know hanging out. In in bigger organizations where there's a lot of layers, and I think one thing that, that can be done to help acclimate like new hires is, is pairing them off with someone who's been around the block and uh, can show them around.
0: Now, along that, I think that's something that a lot of employers say, well, we don't have time to do this intensive training and we don't have time to really sit down with this individual. They got to do things on their own. Are there suggestions you have as far as getting them that additional help? Or as you said, maybe you have that mentor piece, but something they can do on their own, how they can learn on their own. Do you have any suggestions there?
1: Sure. So, you know, Skilled Up is, uh, you know, we're all about online education. And what we do is we'll provide some hands-on training too, but I like to give everybody like an online course in their the specialty that they're going to do, the role they're going to perform. Okay. So for instance, if I hire an SEO person, I'm going to give them an SEO course. And I'm also, in addition to that, I'm going to share all sorts of other resources. You know, if I come across articles that I think might be interesting to these people, you know, I would send them the new hire to kind of, help them kind of learn and and get familiar with the lingo and keep up with trends.
0: I like that idea. It feels a little more casual. Like you might just send them this article you saw as opposed to, well, here's your training binder and you're going to do this, this, and this. I feel like it might make them feel a little more part of the team as opposed to, well, here's this new kid we got to worry about.
1: Exactly, and, and and me personally, you know, I, I have a vested interest in all the people we hire, and at one point or another, everyone on my team, I've done every role, so I can send them an article, and then you know later when we're in the kitchen, you know, grabbing a coffee or a water, I can say, hey, what did you think about that article, and kind of have a little chat about it.
0: What about outside the office? Obviously, most of the time they're going to spend is going to be with their coworkers or doing work within the office. But are there things that they can do beyond the workplace that the employer could help out? Especially again, we're talking about these new hires and these young, in most cases, employees. How can you help them out outside the office as well?
1: I like to direct people to meetups and, and like special interest groups. For instance, you know our uh, social media manager. There's a, a big community in New York City, and sometimes I would even go with her. But you know I'd send her the community manager meetup just to go and, and kind of I think they do it every couple of weeks. And depending on the group, you know maybe it's like once a month. But right. meetup.com has a ton of groups you know, related to all sorts of professions, and those are organized by. You know members of, of that of the community, and you know there's a, a lot of really interesting uh, meetups happening where with guest speakers who are really uh, knowledgeable and they talk mm-hmm. about real-life case studies and different uh, niches. so it's a great way to meet people who are doing what you're doing and create a kind of a peer group. so sure, let's say the bossman is is kind of busy, <laughs> you know, there's no one to talk to. you can go you know make some friends in the industry and, and talk to them about uh, what's going on and and if you make some real friendships, you know they can continue beyond kind of the, the meetup.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it can be kind of mutually beneficial because, as you said, maybe people within the office don't have, and you hate to say they don't have the time for that person, but it, it's legit that you have a lot of, of your own work to do. But then, as you said, meeting up with people they know and, and kind of understand uh, what, the, what the business is, I think that is a really a cool idea. Another phrase that you had actually was in part of an article that you wrote, and it was the idea of completing the cycle. What does that mean exactly, and how does that relate to these graduates who are new hires and maybe moving forward what that means for them?
1: I guess completing the cycle is that the new hire is presumably trained and they kind of move up a rung. And then, you know, if you're a growing organization, you need to kind of refill that role that the new hire was in. Putting somebody under them so they can kind of coach the new person to kind of help them. You know, it's like, I guess, a, a virtuous cycle. Sure. And that, you know, the idea is that you invest in this person, they grow, and now they're ready to kind of give back to the new generation.
0: Well, Brad, I think you've given the listeners a lot of good practical advice when it comes to this and maybe help alleviate some of the employers' concerns that they would have about hiring a new graduate. As we look to close out this show, what would you offer up as a lasting takeaway from this conversation? Could be something you want to emphasize, something we didn't touch on specifically, but especially helping those listeners out there who are employers in terms of hiring that new grad and also turning them into that A-plus employee.
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, it's all about education and that that's one, it's a very little thing that most people don't think about that most employees find very rewarding. You know, having been there, having been the new hire at a company that didn't really do much for me, it, it feels really good to have a company in, invest in you. And and believe it or not, most people, when they think about training new employees, they think, oh, wow, that costs so much money. It costs a lot of time. This day and age, there's a lot of great, you know, online courses that are pretty cheap, you know, uh, things that you can buy for one-time fees of less than a hundred bucks or subscriptions that are kind of recurring for, you know, anywhere from 20 to $50 a month. So it's a really small investment and it goes a long way.
0: Brad, thanks again for joining us, uh, sharing your insight, your experience. I think you definitely gave the listeners something to think about. So appreciate you coming on today.
1: No problem. It's my pleasure.
0: Unfortunately, that will wrap things up for us on this edition of Employment Notebook. Again, we were speaking with Brad Zomick, the co-founder and senior director of Content Strategy. Simple discussion about turning that new graduate hire into an A-plus employee. If you have any feedback about this show or maybe you have an idea for a future episode... Send us an email to Radio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. And be sure to check out all of our shows on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Yuma Take care, everybody.